In this episode of the Money Plan SOS podcast, we're going to talk about the five talents and how God wants you to be rich. All of that in this, the 125th episode of the Money Plan SOS podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Money Plan SOS Podcast. My name is Steve, and I hate your debt more than you. If you're new to this show, then you're going to find out after listening for a while that I hate debt. I hate debt more than you. And I believe that everyone needs to pay attention, and then they won't be paying interest. Once you're paying attention to your money, you make smarter decisions. And by making smarter decisions, you use your money more wisely And you end up spending it on things that matter to you and less on the things that don't. So this is a show where we learn to live on less than we make. We talk about the importance of avoiding and eliminating debt from our lives. And I show you how to avoid the manipulative messages from those trying to get to your money. You can find me on Twitter. I am at MoneyPlanSOS or join us on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash MoneyPlanSOS. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about how God wants you to be rich. Now, this is not a Christian podcast. This is not a a religious show, although what I teach people, what I coach people, the, the financial principles are all the same as those that are spoken about in the Bible. They all correlate the same way. So while it's not a Christian podcast, you can say that all of this stuff I'm teaching is biblically based. So this is good for you, your soul, your spirituality, and of course it's going to be good for your future. I believe that, and that's what my coaching is based on. So this show normally isn't isn't a Bible study or anything like that, but today is going to be a little bit different. But even if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you're not a Christian, if you believe another religion, this could be enlightening to you. And I do encourage you to listen to the whole thing, not just because I want you to listen to the whole show, but I do believe there's something to be learned from this lesson. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you that you can always go and find the show notes for these episodes by simply going to moneyplansos.com slash, you know, put that backslash there and then put in the two or the three digit number for that episode. And this episode is number 125, because I'm going to tell you at the end of this episode about a giveaway and a web broadcast that'll be happening in October. So you want to listen to the end and, you know, if you want to listen all the way through, I really would appreciate it. If not, at the end, you got to listen to these announcements. Now, on with the content. Hi, this is Joshua Brown from brownsboundslife.blogspot.com, and you are listening to Steve Stewart on the Money Plan SOS podcast, teaching everyday Americans to pay attention, not interest. If you have ever been regularly exposed to the New Testament of the Bible, then you'll know that Jesus spoke a lot about money. In fact, he spoke more about money than he did about heaven and hell combined. There's thousands of verses that have to do with money. And what's really funny is that money is really a human invention. God didn't create money. He didn't create gold coins and things like that. So it's a human invention. So why did Jesus speak so much about it? Well, there's a lot of reasons. And, and one of the reasons, of course, is he warned us about the love of money. Uh, there's a verse that says, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Not money in itself, but the love of money. So there's a lot of verses about that. Now, my favorite, favorite section 
of the Bible that has to do with money is called the Parable of the Talents. It's about 15, 16 verses in the book of Matthew in chapter 25, the Parable of the Talents. And it speaks volumes to me as far as how we are expected to live on this earth and manage money for him. It doesn't say that we're supposed to live in poverty because that's not what the lesson is. In fact, there's no lesson in the Bible that says we have to live in poverty. There's one lesson in the Bible about the widow's might where he talks about a, a widow who gave the only thing that she had, but that wasn't saying that we had to live in poverty. In fact, I believe the parable of the talents tells us that we should be rich, that God wants us to be rich. This is not a, a rich so I can buy whatever I want and consume everything I, I want and, and live in luxury just for me. But I believe these verses tell us that God wants us to be rich. And I'll explain more after I read it to you. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read through the passage for you to give you the entire story, and then we'll break it down at the end. So this is Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 29. And it says, For it is just like a man about to go on a journey, who called his own servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another he gave two talents, and to a third he gave one talent, each according to their own ability. And then he went out on his journey. Immediately the one who had received the five talents went and traded with them and gained five more talents. In the same manner, the one who had received the two talents gained two more. But he who received the one talent went away, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. The one who had received the five talents came up and brought five more talents, saying, Master, you entrusted five talents to me. See, I have gained five more talents. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Also, the one who had received the two talents came up and said, Master, you entrusted two talents to me. See, I have gained two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And then also the one who had received the one talent came up and said, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. And I was afraid. So I went away and hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what is yours. But the master answered him and said, You wicked, lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I do not sow and gathered where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have put my money in the bank. And on my arrival, I would have received my money back with interest. Therefore, take away the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more shall be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who does not have, even what he does have shall be taken away. If you never heard that story before, then you probably have a lot of questions. So we're going to break that down. But your first question is probably the same one that I had. What is a talent? A talent was a measurement of money. It was a measurement of, of precious coins. And they say it's anywhere between 15 to 20 years of a normal person's wages. 
in my world, that's a lot of money. So if somebody wants to give me a talent worth of money, then I'll take it. You know, that's a lot of money, 15 to 20 years worth of wages. Now, going through this story, at the beginning, we find out that there's this guy, he's rich, and he has a lot of money, and he's entrusting some of his money to his servants while he goes away. He can't take it all with him. He leaves it entrusted to his servants. And it says that he entrusts it to these servants to the extent of their own abilities. So one guy he gave five talents to because he entrusted him with five of this, you know, five measurements of 15 to 20 years worth of income. Another one he gave two talents and then a third one he gave one. He goes away on his journey, leaves his stuff behind to these three servants. And the first servant who had five talents, it says here, goes out and trades with them and creates more talents, more money. So we've got this example of Jesus telling us that, hey, this master entrusts this person with his stuff, his money. And this first guy goes and he spends it on things and he creates more money to where he's able to return the money back to his master twofold. He doubles it. The second guy does the same thing. He's got the two talents. He utilizes that money, creates more money, and is able to return four talents to his master when he returns. And what does the master say to these two? He says, thanks, I appreciate it. No, no, that's not what he says. He says, good and faithful servant, you have been trusted with the little things. I will give you more. I will entrust you with more. So what he's saying is, because you did so well with these things while I was away, you didn't squander it, you didn't use it all up yourself, I'm going to give you more to manage. So this is a good thing here. Right here we're seeing that God is saying, I'm entrusting you with one talent, two talents, five talents, whatever your talents are, and I'm entrusting you while I'm away to be able to utilize those talents to create more. It doesn't say that these guys lived in poverty. They probably were able to utilize this money, but they weren't just blowing it on, you know, new gadgets and cars and women, okay? So <laughs> if they had, they wouldn't have been able to build this business and double this money. So they were being wise with this money. Then there's the third guy, the guy with the one talent. And what does it say here? It says the one guy who only got one talent says that he thought his master was a hard man. He was afraid of his master. And he claims that his master reaped where he did not sow and gathered where he scattered no seed. Now I'm going to go off track here, and maybe you guys can enlighten me on this, but, but it sounds like to me that this guy who received the one talent, this, remember what he says. He says that uh, you know he feared his master. He says that his master reaped where he did not sow and gathered where he scattered no seed. Now what does that sound like to you? Does it sound like he's talking to a business owner? If you think about it, if you owned a plumbing company and you had 30 employees, you're probably not out there unclogging some lady's sink. You're managing your business. You're running your business. You've got people to manage. You've got accounting. You've got uh, uh, scheduling. You've got marketing to do. You're probably not turning the wrench on the pipes and unclogging toilets. So you may not be working in your business, but you're definitely working on your business. And, and people who run businesses like that, they're not evil. They're not lazy. They're running a business and they're employing people. So that's a sidetrack. That's just what I'm thinking here. Um, I'd love to hear some inspiration on that piece, but uh, that's not the main topic here that I'm trying to cover. But this guy with the one talent says he goes and he hides it because he's fearful of his master. He's afraid he's going to blow it. 
And what does his master say? His master says, you wicked and lazy servant. He even says that this guy with the one talent should have at least put this money in the bank and gained interest. So we know that, that God wants us to have money to be able to put in the bank and gain interest. I mean, that would have been at least better than burying it in the ground, right? And he takes this one talent away from this guy and gives it to the guy who did the most with it. He's entrusting the two, the two guys, really, he's entrusting with more because the guy with the five talents and the guy with the two talents did more with what they had to where they were able to grow it, build more, give it back, and then the master gave him even more to manage. So let me ask you this. If your employer were to come up to you and give you 15 to 20 years of your income right now, say, here it is, boom, you're paid up for twenty to, to you know 15 to 20 years, what would you do with it? Would you use it to build things, to invest things, to grow things? You probably would. You'd be able to enjoy some of it, of course, but you'd be enjoying the money if you were just being paid anyway. You'd be doing some things. I mean, right now, what, you, what do you do with your money? Some of it is spent on entertainment. But if you were given 15 to 20 years of income, you wouldn't blow it all, right? You'd use some of that. You'd be smart with it. You'd you know, buy paid for real estate. You would start a business. You would, you would invest it in some way to let it grow. You wouldn't just blow it all. So we're, we're supposed to be wise with the money that we have been entrusted. So that's the core lesson here, that we are supposed to manage what God has given to us wisely. And by doing so, he's going to give us more to manage, which means you're going to become richer. You're going to become richer, but it's not so that you can just blow it all and just live lavishly and, and you know, you're not going to be getting rich for just for the sake of having a lot of money. We're supposed to be good managers of this money for him. So I think God does want you to be rich because what could you do with all that money? You know, a lot of people when asked, if you were to, you know, win a bunch of money, what would you do with it? A lot of people will say, I'm going to give a little bit of it here. Or I'm going to give a lot of it there that they're going to give some of it away to family or friends or a good cause, to charities. A lot of people would say, I'd give it. I'd give some. So if you were to get more money, wouldn't you give some more? Wouldn't you do things for others with it? Wouldn't you build a business maybe and employ other people with it? That's good for the economy as well as the people who you employ. There's a lot of great things you can do with more money than what you have today. You just have to be a good manager with it, right? So I do think God wants you to be rich. If you manage the money wisely, then he's going to say to you, good and faithful servant, you were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many. have additional thoughts or maybe some comments about this episode about the parable of the talents then please let's start a discussion you can do it in the show notes at moneyplansos.com slash 125 this is episode 125 which is very interesting it's a it's got to be more than a coincidence i think because if you think about it the parable of the talents you got a guy who got one talent you got a guy who got two talents and you get a guy who got five talents one talent two talent five talents one, two, five. This is episode 125. What a coincidence. Isn't that? That's very cool. So 
If you want to comment, please, let's go to moneyplanetsource.com slash 125. And that's another way that you can share this information with other people. Maybe you want to have somebody else hear this story. You can share it by just giving them the website, moneyplanetsource.com slash 125. I'll take you right to the show notes. Before we go, I have a couple of announcements to make, and one of them is very short notice, so I apologize, but I'm going to be doing a live Google Hangout on October 3rd in 2013. I'm going to have a couple of people joining me, and of course, there's going to be an entire group of people watching this live, and you can get in on the conversation as well in the chat room. So I'm going to have links going up all over the place. This is going to be, again, for Thursday, October 3rd, 2013. It's going to be at 9 p.m. Eastern, which is 8 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. on the West Coast. And I'm going to put links out on, you know, obviously on Twitter, twitter.com slash moneyplanetsos. If you're a member of our Facebook page, you can go to facebook.com slash moneyplanetsos. We'll have links there. I'll be putting a link out in the newsletter. So anybody who's already subscribed to the newsletter, which is at moneyplanetsos.com slash newsletter, you will get a link emailed to you. But even if all of that, you're not involved in any of those, you forget, whatever, then if you remember October 3rd, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, then you can simply go to moneyplansos.com slash live, and that will take you to this live video broadcast. So I'd be interested to see what you guys think. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you what I believe, and uh, the, you know this might answer some questions that you had as well. You might be feeling some of the same things, but never were able to verbalize you know, why you kind of feel weird about this thing called credit cards. But, you know, everybody says it's okay, and there's nothing wrong with it. And there probably isn't nothing wrong with it, but I just have found that credit cards are against my religion, and I'll explain to you why. So, again, that's going to be Thursday, October 3rd, 2013, at 9 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Central. The other thing I need to announce is that I'm going to be giving away a copy of the same budgeting software my wife uses. My wife and I use You Need a Budget. You Need a Budget. Everybody needs a budget. And You Need a Budget makes it easy to budget. It might take a little while to get used to it, but once you get on it, and, and from everybody I talk to who's used You Need a Budget, loves it. And I'm going to be giving a copy away. Now, this is also short notice. So if you want to enter the drawing, this is going to be a giveaway. And I'm actually going to have somebody draw it. And I'll tell you how that works in a second. But you need to go to moneyplansos.com slash YNAB giveaway. And that needs to be done before October 16th of 2013. That's the cutoff date. Because what's going to happen, this is really fun. There is a conference called the Financial Blogger Conference. Yes, there is a conference for that. And it's actually taking place in my hometown. It's actually here in St. Louis, which is really cool. I'm just so honored to have it all here. And what's going to happen is something a little bit different than this year than any other. Because this year, they're going to have a podcasting stage. And from that stage, they can do their show. They can record their podcast. One guy is going to be interviewing Pat Flynn for at least 20 minutes. I'm going to get five minutes with him in the hallways, but this guy's going to interview Pat Flynn for probably 20 to 30 minutes. And then Average Joe Money is going to have the crew up on stage doing a live performance of the Stacking Benjamins podcast, which is going to be a lot of fun. But I get the Saturday night slot. I get to be there Saturday night, and I'm going to be having a game show with the financial bloggers. I'm going to be pulling four people out of the crowd. If this all works out, I still have to hammer out all the details, but this is what I'm envisioning. A contest 
And it's going to be, you know, trivia and a couple of truth or dare things. Shh, don't tell anybody. But uh, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. And then what also I'm going to do is during that recording of the podcast, I'm going to have one of the contestants or maybe I'll have somebody uh, from, you know, from somebody from the audience pull a name out of the YNAB giveaway hat. I'm going to have all the entrants, first names and last initials. I'm going to put them in a hat and I'm going to have one of the contestants or maybe one of the audience members pull a name out of that hat and announce the winner of the YNAB giveaway at the conference. That's going to be cool. So if you're interested in getting yourself a copy of You Need a Budget, it's a $60 value, works on both PC and Mac. You can install it on all your computers at home. And the iPhone and the Android app is free. That ties right to your budget at home. So if you're at the gas pump, you can enter your gasoline right there. You don't even need the receipt and it's done. It's already been entered. Then if you want to win a copy of YNAB, go to moneyplanetsos.com slash YNAB giveaway. Your entries need to be in by October 16th because I'm going to be pulling the name a couple of days later and I have to be ready for that. So by October 16, 2013, you need to have entered the YNAB giveaway. MoneyPlanSOS.com slash 125. That's where you're going to find the links to all of this stuff, all the things we talked about, the parable of the talents. It'll all be there for you to go back and refer to and uh, to share with your friends if you'd like. It's very easy to do. If you're listening on Stitcher, I want to especially thank you. You rock. And if you could do me a favor, pull out your iPhone, pull out your Android, and if you look on your screen, you're going to see the thumbs up and the thumbs down. Would you hit the thumbs up, please? Let's help get this show back up in the rankings even higher and let other people discover a show that doesn't get them into debt, doesn't mislead them into the trappings of the debt slaughter. So thank you in advance. God bless you. And I'll see you later.